We are in the bizzle. I can't even say we're in the bizzle because we ain't. Well, I'm in my building. Are you in yours? Yeah, I am. Yeah. All right. So then we are. We're in the bizzle. This is episode. (laughs) This is episode three of Team Biscuits. As I said, the podcast, a brand spanking new podcast for your listening pleasure. Find us on Twitter, TMB Podcast. That's at T for Tommy and B for Bravo podcast find us on there and of course on the soundcloud as well find us follow us keep in touch and of course feel free to like comment and share every episode that comes out but today you know what before we really get into it john i think it's only right we we kind of pay a little homage to um charmaine maxi maxwell from brownstone who sadly passed away this week yeah that was quite a shock really sad actually because I, I was such a huge fan of this group um five miles to empty one of my favorite songs i know um, if you love me yeah that as well that as well um but yeah rest in peace it's so sad i don't i mean they still don't really know what happened they're saying that it was a freak accident that involved a, a, a glass yeah they said um, that um the husband came home glass. and found her yeah yeah um but I think this needs to be investigated. And then some people some people have been saying, well, TMZ has been saying that, um, suicide, but we don't know. Oh, my gosh, it's just so awful when... Sorry yeah. to cut you. It's just awful when people um, make assumptions like that. Suicide yeah. is a very, you know, big thing to be accusing someone of. Yeah. Their brothers got on Twitter and said, well, that's not the case. And, you know, so, yeah, rest in peace, Charmaine. Hopefully, you know, there's an investigation yeah and hopefully they get to the bottom of it because she's left behind a young son and of course her husband which is i mean it's always sad when someone passes away but when you think she's got such a young son as well it's going to grow up with that mum that that's really kind of heartbreaking really when you think about it and so untimely as well and i mean i know freak accidents happen all the time but it's just it's just terribly sad so i just hope they can give the family some kind of closure with some sort of explanation sooner rather yeah. than later but did yeah, you know that they were signed to michael jackson's label yeah oh i, I love that, that. Yeah, mjj I was I quite, knew... you didn't know that cheryl you're a huge michael no i did fan. know that that's what i'm saying oh, oh yeah i, knew, I, I yeah. did i 100 knew that how sad is that, <laughs> that i just knew that like through and through <laughs> yeah they were it's like yeah i don't know do you, how were they still on this label when their second album dropped? You see, now, maybe? that's detail that I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I'm not that versed on, that. on the history of of Brownstone. Right. Um, I just know that they were kind of their first, their debut album was definitely released under that label. And, yeah, um, they were. Yeah, they were good. They had amazing voices, amazing voices. Really? So it's very, very sad. So, yeah, rest in peace, Maxi. Okay, moving on to... Uh, the Brits. Now, last week yeah. we were recording as the Brits were on at the same time, yeah. which was quite interesting. Recorded, but I had the sound down and I was looking up and watching. So, yeah. Who should we talk about first, Madonna uh, or Kanye? I think it's got to be Madonna. It's got to be okay. Madonna purely because, well, 
just because there's too much to say about Kanye. And I mean, <laughs> Kanye, you could do a whole show on Kanye, to be brutally frank. Yes, yeah. But let's talk about Paul Madonna. Let's talk about Madge. Madge. We'll talk about Madge. Madge is 56. Madge was rocking yeah. an Armani cat cape. Madge was wearing like six inch heels and Madge got dragged backwards off a step. Yeah. Badoof. That's all you heard. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I was, I, I saw when she came on the stage, but I kind of looked away. But, and all I heard was this something dropped and I thought it was the microphone. And I looked back up, I looked up again and she was just walking on stage. It wasn't until I got on Twitter I saw that she read that she dropped and then saw the footage. I thought, oh my gosh, that is a bad fall. It was really bad. A woman falling like that. She could have broken her neck. That's it, exactly. Imagine if she had like the onset of arthritis or something. That could have been really detrimental. But she's a strong woman, though. You I can see know. all the working out and yeah. the diet. All the yoga. Your average 56 year old, if they fell down like that, they wouldn't get up. No, they would need assistance. Yeah, they'd be disorientated. They would be able to much less go on stage and continue a dance routine. How was she able to remember all that? Yeah, because she probably got up like a 2G. It was yeah. just like, yeah, whatever. I dropped. I'm getting back up. And that's the end of it. The show must yeah. go on. And ironically, the lyrics in the song were some words to that effect, weren't they? Like, we tumble or some nonsense. Yeah, and... yeah something like that. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but Cheryl, I've got an issue with you. A major issue with oh, you. Oh, God. Well, what have I done? I think, I feel that I need to un- unfriend you on Facebook. Why? That, hold on. That picture of Madonna <laughs> in a stair lift that you posted, that was uncalled for. I know. That- <laughs> I was a bit naughty, wasn't it? It was a bit, it was a bit naughty, but it was, yeah, I mean, it was all tongue in cheek. Come on. It, it was kind of apt, though, stair- really. In a stair lift. <laughs> well, it was after that fall. She's probably in a stair lift, for crying out loud. <laughs> Cruel. The internet's cruel. I know. I found that I nicked that picture of someone. It wasn't me. I didn't create that picture or anything mad like that. But it's funny because all the things that were coming out about Madonna and that performance actually were quite deep. Someone on my Facebook actually commented on that very picture and said, Oh, she Madonna is the devil and she fell back to hell or something like that. In... I said, like, loads of black people on Twitter were saying that, like, yeah, she's up there <laughs> depicting hell. That's, mm-hmm. that's what she gets. Oh, like, oh dear. Oh, it's a bit too much, isn't it? Like, allow it. The woman just fell in it. It's not a biggie. Just allow it. <laughs> <laughs> just, no, but seriously, like, why are we thinking into it deeply? I mean, we all know, yeah. or we can all draw assumptions that there's dark forces behind music, yeah. but the woman just fell. This is fair. The guy, the dancer, was supposed to pull off her cloak. It was too tight. Instead of pulling off the cloak, he pulled her off. <laughs> exactly. Oh. She took to she took to Instagram basically to just reassure her fans that she was fine and you know it was just like a malfunction or well I say a malfunction but it wasn't even that it was just a complete cock up but you know someone's head rolled for that I reckon even though yeah, they tried probably, to no yeah probably somebody's head did roll yeah because they tried to style it out on GM uh, Good Morning Breakfast Good Morning Britain the next day they had some guy one of her old. Um, main choreographers and he was saying oh madonna you know she's like you know she'll take it all in jazz in her step and basically you know she's really cool like that and she will she won't blame anybody i'm thinking yeah right listen you ain't even on her payroll bitch so i don't even know why you're defending it someone's getting it and why is good morning britain um book these people some random it's like you don't even work with her anymore exactly i was thinking that I was thinking that. I was sitting there looking at the television. Why are we even... I mean, he seemed nice enough, but we're, I'm like, why? 
I don't need to hear from some former employee. Do you know what I mean? Because that's exactly what it was. But it's not the first time she's almost fallen over. When she was at, when she did the um, Super Bowl a couple of years ago, she almost fell over then. She got dropsy. Yeah, almost. And she managed, when he's, again, high heels, and she almost kind of keeled over. She's still out, seriously. Yeah, but she she was able to pull herself back up, so come on. Maybe her ankles just aren't what they used to be. No, the woman's 56. <laughs> I mean, that's not even that old, to be fair. But... No, it's not that old. But I, I remember she had a knee replacement. Yeah. Well. Like, I don't like to give the illusion that yeah, I'm just young and I'm right. No. It's, it's like 1984 again. I'm, you know, no, you're like right. steak. Don't try it. You're tough. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, she still wants to hold on to her youth. She so. does. But yeah. I think she should just retire with the crowd, man, because if she keeps going and... Yeah, I mean, no. I, sh- I shouldn't say she should retire completely. But I don't think she should be trying to compete with all these young'uns or these younger people that have come forward, like Rihanna, Katy Perry, you know, the Beyonce's, whatever. It's just yeah. not worth it, you know. She can't help herself. Nah. She can't help herself. I don't, that, woman, that woman will continue to perform and continue to show her breasts until she's 100. Oh, it's too much, isn't it? It's, when, yeah, she's, it's that... when she does that yoga pose and skins out and just like, yo, that's too much. Yeah, but that's to show that, yeah, I'm flexible. Yeah, but it's we don't about, need to do that. Yeah, look at me, yeah. <laughs> about yeah but we don't need to see it it's, it just looks frowsy and i mean to be oh. honest with you she's not even like the best dancer so all it consists of her videos well that yoga one in particular the one that we're thinking about what is the song what is that song by the way oh gosh um was it an old song time moves by Oh, yeah, that's so, when she was going so, through that disco phase. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. And it was like yeah. all the, you know, hot pants and tights and heels, and I just thought, yeah, no. Remember, one, you're yeah. not in fame. She was about, how old was she then? She might have been in her late, late 40s. Late 40s. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It, it, just, it, was just, it was just all it consisted of was her flinging her legs from left to right, skinning out, rolling backwards, skinning out some more, getting up, skinning out again, and it was just a constant, it was just a skin-out fest. <laughs> It was, but after a while, it was like, oh, come on now. She's tired. <laughs> yeah, I just think, but I just think she just wants to hold on to her youth. Just mm, like, she does. with that and dating 20-year-old men, 20-year-old oh dancers. That was on. deep. Why? What do you have in common? What can you even do? Well, no, I can't even say what can you do for them, because some men like older ladies, fair enough, but come yeah, but this on. Is yeah, but they're opportunists, I'm yeah. sorry. I don't, <laughs> well, of course they are. I mean, he was a baby for crying out loud. What's he, what's yeah. he doing with... No. Yeah. And she needs a slap for even entertaining it. Yeah, Madonna... I mean, I, I do like Madonna. I, I do. do. I've always been a fan. But sometimes I feel that... Sometimes it's just like, just put your tits away. Well, I rate her. I, just... I do rate her for... <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I mean, I do rate her for all that she's achieved. I mean, she's spanned, like, what, three decades? Yeah. You know, she's been about from day dot. So you've got to give credit where credit's due. But yeah. I just think, Madge, just just turn it in, sunshine. Turn it in. Turn it in. Turn it in. Turn it in. <laughs> but before Madge took to the stage and decided to do a backward flip off the step, Kanye West, well, he was on that stage, 30 man deep. He had a couple of grime artists up there. He had Skept, he had Krypton Conan, he had Jammer. He yeah, had... all shouting, all day. All day, <laughs> all day. All day. All day. I love it though. I think that song's alright. Yeah, I do. I do like all day. I mean, I block out the N word. Yeah, you've got it. <laughs> but yeah, I do like all day. The N word is a bit much. I mean, I. It's really difficult because the N word, it, it's kind of like it's, it's it's a no go. Obviously, it shouldn't be used ever. But at the same time, you can almost understand 
why some artists choose to use the word because it kind of colours the lyrics, if that makes sense. It just illustrates. It creates a picture. Yeah. It wrongly. Wrongly. Yeah, it's, it's not right, but you can almost understand why they do it. Almost. But I think Kanye just uses it excessively, as does a lot of artists. They don't... It'd be different if you just kind of tucked it in, tucked that word in, like, once, just to... in. I don't know, one sentence or something. But if you're just using it like, yeah, what do you... Oh, I can't remember the lyrics of the song, but it's something about something, something, nigger, all day. Something, something, nigger, yeah, all yeah. day. That's basically the premise of the song. Yeah, I just... But the same with him, yeah. He could have... He knew he was going on live TV, yeah. And like with a lot of rappers, he could have he could have performed the clean version or the edited version. Or he yeah. could have changed that word. He didn't yeah. have to keep saying it, but it, it, oh, this is Kanye. I'm going to do what I want. So oh, yeah, it's But what happened? He just muted it to death. Well, this is it. The viewers at home couldn't even hear the record properly. But, well. but on one hand, Kanye probably thought, well, you know what, that's another angle. People are going to be dying to hear what I said. You know, yeah. for, for, for him, it's all about shocking and getting people Shock. talking, and, and that's what happened. I mean, he... It's <laughs> cracked me up, though. It's like, when, when he came on, I mean, at the time, obviously at the time... Um, None of, I didn't know that there were UK artists behind him. I just thought it was just a bunch of random black men that mm. he just found to stand on stage with him. But when, when um, I went on in, on Twitter, that people were saying that Skepta was up there and Jammer and Novelist and who else? Crepton uh, Conan. Some, um, Conan. They were behind him. And I was like, oh, okay. And then people on Twitter kept got really excited, oh, this is inspirational, this is going to be huge for the grime scene and open so many doors. It's like, well, no, none of them performed with him up there. They were just behind him. They were just in the background. They were part of the scene. Yeah. Mm. So I just think all this excitement, I think we really need to set our standards um, higher in this country. (laughs) On one hand, hand I do agree, but I do still think history was made in a sense because even though, yeah, right, they were just, like, backing singers, for want of a better expression... Um, do you know what, no, hold on, sorry, to stop you there, do you know what someone said to me, yeah, how they were pole dancers? Oh, no, that's just, that's just that's wrong. That's just out of order. That's wrong. Pole dancers, you know. Pole dancers, you know. No, 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 that's just wrong. I mean, I, 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 that's just so wrong. I just think it's just, even though, all right, they were just kind of like crew, the fact that Kanye West, an international, a, you know, an American international hip hop artist, has come over and he he's allowed. Well, he showed that he's acknowledged the UK music scene, and and well, he's brought he, them. Well, up. at the time, I mean, no, going back, mm. I think at the time he had this idea that he was going to perform it, and he wanted like he wanted to be thirty deep. He wanted all these guys behind him. Yeah. And I was uh, some one of my followers tweeted me. He's a journalist, and he said that he received an email. Um, it was sort of like an open casting call, mm. which sounded like it, and via email, and and it said, well, the basically they wanted black boys, they needed black boys for a huge US music star. That was it, and I don't know if they got much of a response. But then, Theopolis um, London, who performed with Kanye on stage, and he's also featured on the record, he um, he posted this. Um, text that he sent to Skepta he obviously knows Skepta and in a text he said yo Skepta I'm with Ye and Virgil this new artist now at the Brits we we performing he want you to come through and chill with us and mob on stage with with you and some of your homies all black attire let me know and I'll have his management sort passes so the Skepta replied mob what kind of mob I'm with six goons and Grace. Who's the Dickens is Grace? 
I don't know if Grace is his manager or his woman. So, let's <laughs> get to them. So then um, uh, Theopolis replied, he said, well, Kanye said he wants 30 goons. Goons, you know. Goons, exactly. So then afterwards, Theopolis, after that it happened, he, he says, literally put the vibes together three hours before showtime. Family, big up, BBK and Skepta. Text that made history last night. Okay. Like, okay. What well, yeah. I, I don't know what to so say to that, to be quite honest. So that's how it basically went down. But I think, obviously, after that, Kanye is a man. He He's on the internet. He reads. He taps he, in. He, he reads. He knows. So I think he could... He read what people were saying, like, well, you know, he's come over here. Why didn't he let them... Why didn't he let them rap with him or blah, blah. But obviously, he was, he was debuting his... Of course, it was it was all about him. It was like that, and I don't think the only person that he probably knew was an artist was Skepta. Yeah, but the rest he didn't know were artists. I don't think he knew at the time. It's not until afterwards. It's like oh. Yeah, exactly. He 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 realised, and the thing is, well, actually, I think he 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 probably. Yeah, I think he probably only knew Skepta, but I think he was aware, obviously, of, of the, there being a bigger scene here in the UK. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, he even Just referenced it. They were behind him on stage. Yeah, but... <laughs> stop it. He, he he even referenced, he even referenced, like, well, he, I suppose this is loosely connected, but he referenced, like, the um, UK, the London riots um, for his collaboration with Adidas, you know, the, 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 the clothing oh, yeah, line that he, he had. inspired by, yeah, basically, hoodies. Uh, yeah, but then, <laughs> but then he's also made it clear that he, you know, he, he knows that oh, he's been inspired by the London scene. And, I mean, obviously, that after what happened at the Brits spawned the show at, at Coco, which happened yeah, just okay. yesterday. Yeah, just yesterday, which was seemed to be a last-minute thing. I'm guessing only... I think it definitely was. It was 100%. I think, I, well, I, well, I was on Twitter having a nose as usual, and um, Austin DeBow, BBC Radio, BBC Radio One Extra's music manager, he, tw- he was there, of course, and he tweeted about the evening, and he said something like, the whole industry industry was outside, by the way, Coco's in Camden, in case people don't know that. But the whole industry was outside. Even the people used to VIP AAA treatment. They were with us peasants. I'm thinking, when you're peasants, I mean, Austin, you work for BBC One Extra. You're one of your industry. But yeah. I, I suppose he, he was just trying to be, you know cute with it do you know what yeah. I mean it's like yeah we were all out there no one got preferential treatment but you know I think it was definitely it was definitely a last minute thing it definitely came off the back of the of the whole fracas yeah. that came after after he performed and you know everyone was going crazy on it yeah he thought you know what let's, let's yeah. just do this I don't even think he would have got paid for that I think that was probably well he would have got paid but it wasn't a money thing for him it was more of you know what I'm going to solidify shit while I'm here I'm just going to you know but yeah. I got the impression that it probably was I because I, he was here for a week for just over he was there for a while so I had a feeling this was planned before but I think maybe the show changed. What do you think he planned the Coco? Because yeah, I think it was probably booked for before, but the show wasn't supposed wasn't originally going to be like that where he featured Skepta, JME, Novelist, Big Sean, Big Sean came over and Vic Mensa swap in between two mics like a youth center. This is what. Um, Austin says on yeah that's what happened there so I think after the Brit Brit's um, performance and then the feedback from it 
I think that's when he thought, okay, let, let's see, let's do something else. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying, but I don't, I don't know whether it would have necessarily been arranged, because wasn't he sort of like... I don't know how that all came about, I must find out. It's, it's but, quite um, interesting anyway, because it is definitely, that, that whole thing there with, with the um, UK artists was definitely a response to the feedback yeah, he got, there's no doubt about yeah. that. Even, yeah. if, even if it was arranged for him to do a one-off show, which, you know, quite likely, because it would make sense, wouldn't it? It would make sense, because he's promoting new music. And exactly. Soon. A lot of people were a bit pissed off about that as well. They seem to be pissed off that they weren't invited to the party, but that's another. That's well, another I mean, what do you mean to be to be part of the show? Or yeah, the fact that you know this whole thing, like people were moaning because an oh, American comes over and everyone jumps and it's like, well, it's an opportunity. Well, yeah, like, exactly. Okay, it's not even so much that he's an American; it's who it is, isn't it? I mean, he's yeah, a massive artist. So... Maybe if I was an artist, I'd be like, oh, Kanye wants to me to perform. Yeah, why not? You know what I, I, I uh, well, I have a love hate relationship with Kanye West. Yeah. I like him, I do like him, but he just has a tendency of doing and saying things that just don't need to be said or done, quite frankly. Um but on on the whole, I just take him for what he is. He's a creative individual that is just teeming with ideas and quite often he doesn't know how to articulate himself. So when he does speak it just makes people mad because you just think, yeah. shut up. Definitely a lot going on in that little head of his. Little? <laughs> Did you say little? Little head. He's a gorgeous man. I've seen him. Um, I've seen him in person about just over ten years ago. Oh, the man, his skin, Cheryl. Yeah, like chatty. He's just beautiful. Silky. He's a really attractive man. Like, but you can see he's a good-looking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really attractive. But I did yeah. have a hard time trying to accept the fact that someone said that he smells. Who said that he smells? You know, I was reading, <laughs> I was reading an article <laughs> and they were saying that Kim... It, this is going back a little while now. Kim has a problem with his body odour. What's wrong with his... Apparently he sweats a lot and he stinks. But, I mean, like you know... Tend to. Eh? a man, isn't it? Like... Men tend to. No, 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 no. We're not going to accept that because you're a man, you're going to stink. Nah. Wait a minute. I remember this. I heard that she said he smelled after sex, during sex. That was it. <laughs> yeah, when they're having sex and he smells. Oh, my God. That is just taking it to another yeah, level. It's just pasty, Cheryl. It's just... Why is she letting rip the, the secret? Why is she let? Oh, my God. She did really say that. But, oh, yeah, it's just pasty. That is just disgusting. <laughs> that is just disgusting. Could you imagine? I don't believe it. But he looks like he might sweat. <laughs> I swear. Apparently, it's said that he stinks. Yeah. She hated having because he stinks. Oh, no. Well, that's a little bit extreme. I remember hearing that, anyway, I don't know. No, go on, <laughs> run it. I don't know. Well, again, it's just a rumour, but some basketball player who allegedly dated, who was it, Serena Williams? He said the same thing about her. You know what, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to say what I want to say on that. They're just rude. What, what were you going to say? No. <laughs> anyway, let's move it on. Yeah, let's just swiftly move along. So one, one person that was far from impressed with Kanye's antics on stage at the Brits was Lionel Richie. Now, he was speaking to a magazine um, shortly afterwards, because obviously Lionel was over here, because he's, you know, got a few concert dates and whatever not, so he's been in town anyway. He was saying that, well, he doesn't think it's okay for a black man to use the N-word, because obviously Kanye, in that song, in all day, there's 39 references to the word nigger. Uh, yeah. Well, 
you know, no surprise there, Lionel's a different generation, came up during the civil rights movement. You know, they're not, that generation, they fought for people to stop saying that word and to be around now and here, you know, to stand and Yeah, but Lionel just needs to call, right? Because at the end of the day, whilst I agree with him... He, on one hand, he was sitting there bopping his head and whatever, and then just turn around and say whatever to, the, to, to a magazine. It's a bit yeah, like a bit too faced, yeah, isn't it? Fair. They asked him. They <laughs> no, asked him I'm only playing. I'm only playing. Because <laughs> to be fair, I mean, I we we've established it. No, but he was bopping his head. He was proper. His head was knocking. But then to give him the benefit of the doubt, um, when the camera did pan to him at one point, his face got. He looked a bit piss, pissy, like to say, "What is this man doing?" Bit, yeah. He, it looked like he was looking at the, was it, the blowtorches? <laughs> the blowtorches look dangerous. They did. Like, they look proper mental. <laughs> yeah, they just look, oh, my God, that's fire. It was very <laughs> mobbish, wasn't it? And, I mean, obviously, that was the angle he was going for. Yeah, but I like. I did like it visually. I liked yeah. it visually. I it was, really like that. Again, <laughs> it goes back to the fact that Kanye is very artistic, very art-driven. I mean, you see that in, you know, his clothing and the way he... The clothing lines that he, he, he designed, you know, the clothing, the pieces of clothing and shoes he bloody well designs. It's very left field, isn't it? Yes, very left. Far left. <laughs> yes, in fact, it's so left, it's right. <laughs> I don't but know. Can I, can I also just point out that the last time the Brits um, Awards allowed that many black people on stage was back in 2002 when So Solid. Mm-mm, <laughs> so, Solid so you know after that they sent a memo around said we will not be having any more mob yeah. black people, black people yeah. mobs. <laughs> We're not letting it, you're not even going to let them in the building. <laughs> exactly. If there's more than three of them, you don't let them in. Unless, unless it's Austin DeBoer, music manager from an extra. Exactly. That, Got to laugh, it's deep, isn't it? You're steep. <laughs> But what is deeper is the fact that someone actually took their time out to go and redirect Kanye West's Wikipedia page to loser.com. <laughs> I think that's deep. But what would have made me laugh a bit more would have been if it was the reverse. Like, if you clicked on Kanye's website and then you went to loser.com, I think that would have worked better. <laughs> someone might actually do it, though. Do you reckon? <laughs> Well, actually, do give it time. Yeah, give it time. I reckon it is it, possible. I mean, obviously they'll have to literally hack him, hack his website or whatever. Yeah, that's, yeah. but that, that that is actually registered on Google now. So because I tried it and it worked. Yeah, it does take you straight. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It absolutely um, does. But you know, the interesting thing is that there's a woman on uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter that goes under the handle at Amy Bustle, B U S T L E, and she's claiming that the site is hers. And um, a tweet that she tweeted out says, Yeah, I've owned Loser.com since Prince was on Apollonia, since OJ had isotoners. <laughs> yeah. Funny. And then she goes on to say, isn't it isn't something I purchased to troll Kanye? She's a massive Beck fan. Well, we're presuming she's a massive Beck fan. Right. And obviously Loser being the name of Beck's worldwide uh, hit, 1994 yeah. hit, yeah. it kind of stands to reason. If she's a Beck fan, that's probably why she obtained that domain name back in 1995 actually she's had it for a while 20 years oh interesting and if she was to actually you have even more interesting fact for you jan uh (laughs) if she bought that today it would cost up to half a million dollars for that domain name wow so she's sitting on a little bit a little bit of a nest egg there isn't she someone buy it from her might offer they might offer it kind of might offer it say listen bitch give me that otherwise (laughs) 
There's going to be trouble up in her. It wouldn't surprise me. I could actually see him doing that. Yeah, just approaching her and just saying, I'm, 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 I'm going to let you finish, but uh, I'm going to buy this off you now. I'm going to take this. And Kim in the background just smiling. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. I feel bad when I rinse Kim, you know. Because she seems like she could, she's probably really, really sweet. Yeah, I've heard that. People have said that. she has, She's actually a nice person. She's all right. She's not yeah. a troublemaker. She's just there. Yeah, yeah she seems... She comes yeah. across like that. Yeah. She's got a very sweet kind of disposition. She doesn't yeah. strike me as offensive or someone that would curse or... All right, she likes a selfie or two, but heck, you know what I mean? Yeah. What the hell? That's not even... She seems nice. She seems all right. All right. So she's all right. She's a sweet... I've heard people say she's a sweet person. She's just like... She's, you know... It's just to offend people. She's all right. Yeah, because I mean, people just rinse her because of what we're presented yeah. with in the media. Yeah, she you gets know. rinsed. That one. Oh god. She does. <laughs> she does. She gets proper yeah. tear up, boy. I mean, yeah. with a what is it? Fake ass, fake boobs. But I'm just like, oh gosh, please. Ray J, sex tape. Oh, oh god. Dear. Slut whore. Oh. Well, you got to, you got to thick skin if you're um, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> but then you got to blame yeah. it on the mum, the mum pimp, mum pimp, because she just put them out there like that. It's like all of them. Chris Jenner is a genius. <laughs> Chris Jenner. I don't even think she's a genius. Well, that's right. She is to a point, but Chris Jenner is just. She was so hooked on the idea of wanting to be famous that she stopped at nothing until she got that fame or fortune that she desired. And if it meant pimping out her kids, then so be it. And that's what's happened. Because if yeah. you notice, she's trying to live vicariously through them. It's true. But I, I remember, um, you know, Charlemagne from The Breakfast Club, he said during, an, he, said, he said that years ago he met Kim, like before whole Ray J business. And he said from then she was desperate. She was desperate for fame. Yeah. She used to turn up. She used to turn up at the Wendy Williams. Remember Wendy Williams had a radio show? Yeah. She used to turn up at the studio and beg Wendy to interview her. But okay. the, at this time, no one knew who she was, apart from the fact that she was Robert Kardashian, you know, um, O.J. Simpson's attorney mm-hmm. at, during his trial. Apart from, he, apart from that, people knew that. He was her father. But and other that's than that, it. she wasn't famous for anything else. She wasn't known. But she was begging, begging for an interview. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, interview for what, though? What, though? Okay, you're Robert Kardashian's daughter, and? And what? <laughs> it's your dad that's famous, not you. It's your dad that's known, not you, but yeah. Wow. So she was fame-hungry, and I guess her mum Probably pushed her to her. it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I so, suppose if she's if she's rubbing shoulders with people like Paris Hilton and whatnot, which she was before, obviously she comes. Yeah, she used to, to um, organise her wardrobe. That is so funny when you think about <laughs> it. Yeah. When you think it. about that, and now look, and actually, you know what made me laugh is when Paris Hilton turned around and said that Kim Kardashian's ass looks like cottage cheese. Do you know? I always preferred Kardashian to Paris Hilton. Oh Paris yeah. Hilton's a All day. Racist. Yeah. Can't stand her. All day. But at least Kim Kardashian, you know, whatever. But yeah, that was jealousy because Kim Kardashian just, I don't know, she just overtook her, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, she did. And she looked better yeah. as well. Yeah, looked honest. better as well. Yeah. Yes. I, th- I just think Paris, it's just the blonde hair, that's it. As far as the face went, well, anyway, let's move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kanye was in Oxford the other day, at Oxford Uni, giving a lecture. They, Oxford's just so random. They like, they just, like, a couple of years ago, I think they invited Kerry Katona to come and speak. I just don't understand why you would invite yeah, Kerry Katona, number one, to Oxford, and number two, to some random people to give speeches for whatever reason. 
But uh, yeah, Kanye West went there. I read his speech. It's just long. Yeah, it, it is. And again, you know, that speech itself just reminded me of why I have such a love-hate relationship with him. Because on one hand, he says some really amazing things. And then he just goes and cocks it right up with something just completely random. Like, OK, if I went to the American, if I went to the Art Institute as opposed to the American Academy of Art, I would be better than Picasso. Why? You know, if I was sitting on the, in the front row, I'd just look at him. Well, must be glaring at you. You would, and you'd be thinking, what are you talking about? People in there must have laughed. I don't care. Yeah, I think they did. But then he rants, doesn't he? And he, he really yeah, kind of, like... he loses himself. I mean, he sort of loses himself in the moment. And again, I love that for what it is, because he's real yeah. passionate about stuff. But at the same time, you just think, you know, just, just call, man. Call your baggy then. Oh, just take it down a notch. Do you think he wears baggies, or do you think he wears briefs or boxers? I think G-strings. Ah, cheese great, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh. red, red little G-strings. That is grimy. <laughs> oh. I can imagine him. So he's got to peel them out of his ass. Yeah, I can imagine him wearing that, though. Can That's, you? Yeah. Kanye's a bit... Kanye's different. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, we, we know Kanye's different, but, I mean, the, the, the cheese the cheese cutter tongue them that's just a little bit too too much can you imagine and you must chop towards Kim and say hey baby it's your night tonight can you imagine probably wears her too probably probably Mr Freak Mr Freak I think he's a freak I think that's really fun Kanye's different, Cheryl. Yeah. <laughs> I'll he just made, leave it there. He made it clear that he was different from the get-go, didn't he? <laughs> yes. But one person that doesn't like him, well, another person that's not too uh, keen on his antics is Noel Gallagher. Now, he's been speaking to Rolling Stone magazine, and basically, during an interview with them, he said, um, Kanye's a character, I'll give him that. Uh, and I love his track, Black Skinhead. But somebody needs to, put, to buy that dumbass a dictionary so he can look up the word artistry. Beck can play the banjo for F's sake. Nobody plays the banjo. Get him a dictionary from me and I'll effing sign it and give it to him so he can look it up. Webs, Noel. Well, Kanye, to be fair, he did actually apologise. Yeah, he, he did. did say that he was wrong to say all that about Beck. Because I remember when he said it, I thought, Kanye, do you know how long Beck's been in the music industry? Like, from the early 90s, maybe even before that. Mm. Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. But anyway, he did apologise because he was wrong. It was just wrong. Well, Kanye, Kanye, I don't even think it was even a personal attack as such on Beck. It could have been anybody. He was just trying to be funny, trying to relive that moment from when he interrupted Taylor. He thought, yeah, I'm going to crack a joke. And, you know, it, it just so happened it was Beck. But Do you know that, what I mean? That, but that was when he pretended to go up on the stage. That was funny. Yeah. When it stopped being funny, it was after <laughs> when he gave an interview to E. Yeah. And, and you're like... And started talking about artistry. And you're just like, That's the joke's it's over, Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. Why do you have to keep talking? In it, Kanye. Oh, the, the joke, <laughs> the joke. It's finished. It's finished, Kanye. People laughed. Yeah. People actually laughed. Yeah, it was, it was too much. <laughs> but do you think? Right, this is what I'm saying. So he's gone out of his way to go on the stage and make a mockery of his stupidity. You know, interrupting Taylor Swift. So he's fully aware of how stupid that looked. That he's going to make jokes out of it. Like this time round. So to then go backstage and bleat on about all this yeah. crap about art, do you not think that 
I sometimes wonder if he just does these things to rattle people. Because he's not stupid. When he started ranting, is Kim Kardashian was standing next to him and she was kinda of like looking. She you could see she just like she yeah, kinda of, bit, bit you know, sharp. almost she's thinking, look, okay, baby, stop now. Stop. But then she We know I, where this is gonna go. In it. But then <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if she because I mean, Kim's probably not the sharpest tool in the box, let's be honest. She yeah, she probably has an idea of what works and what doesn't work, but then you can imagine them too. He must be like, yeah, this is what we're going to do because this is art, Kim. This is how it's going to go because this is art, Kim. This is what we have to do because we need to do it. You could just see him breaking it down for her and she's just like, yeah, okay. And she'd just buy yeah, it. Yeah, like, like, what was it today? She debuted her blonde hair. Oh, Lord. Peroxide blonde. That's his idea. Of course it's one. His idea. 100%. Yeah. 150% actually. This looks ridiculous. It doesn't suit her. No, she looked like one of the um, one of the uh, I want to say Klingon, but she doesn't look like a Klingon. But she looks like an extra from Star Trek. Yeah, it's just like she's just really pale. And she's got this bleach blonde hair. It's like what's that? No, oh. Kim is a brunette. She should stick <laughs> yeah, with the dark brunette. hair, yeah. and that's the end of it. And it, it suits that's her. It. Yeah, she's like oh, Kanye. Wow. Kim and Kanye, eh? <laughs> KK. Aww. But Chris Brown. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Daddy Chris Brown, huh? Yes. Apparently, the singer is allegedly father to a nine-month-old baby girl with a 31-year-old woman who they say was Karuchi's friend. Oh, my gosh. That's just... You know, yeah. that wouldn't surprise me, Jan, because the way Chris treats Karuchi is just... is. Well, Karuchi, you know, when she started dating Chris, she knew what he was about. Because the three of them, the, the two of them used to engage in threesomes and stuff like that. And yeah. She, but... and do you know why she hangs I reckon she, she takes all this crap. Because she knows that being with him has opened doors. Oh, God, absolutely. She knows that. Yeah, she no fault. She's presenting jobs. She's in magazines. She's turning up at premieres. Mm. She's, like she's like a celebrity. It's like, you know, that's because of him. Yeah. She leads him. Then people will just forget about her. It's so oh, true. Yeah. I agree with you. I totally agree with that. But what I'm saying is, she still shouldn't be taking his crap, regardless of what she wants out of him. She and shouldn't if... be taking it, but I don't know. I think this girl, this girl don't want to leave the lifestyle. No, she, she doesn't. She likes what being with him brings. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But and come on, man, have him. some shame, innit? <laughs> yeah, and he probably, he probably thinks to himself, he might actually think that she, this woman has no respect for herself. I treat her like that. She and keeps she's coming still back. there, right? coming back like a bad smell, <laughs> innit? Yeah. Oh. Like, she, I, it's just weird. It is. But weird. then again, yesterday a man has come forward and say, "Well, that nine-month-old baby girl isn't isn't Chris Brown." Oh please! Oh. You knew at some point there was going to be a Jeremy Kyle type situation. You just knew it. <laughs> you just knew it. Anything that involves celebrities, there's always got to be some. It's like remember when Blue Blue Ivy was born? Someone yeah. come forward talking about, "Oh, she's the real mum." Oh yeah. Remember all that? <laughs> and you were like, terrible. "What the?" Devil, are you talking about? I think Beyonce gave, carried the gay birth to that child. I think uh, so. even, though her, even, even though during that interview, her bump... The bump up, boy. But <laughs> that, was, that was pretty deep. But even still, even if she... All right, let's just say for, for argument's sake, she didn't carry the baby. That is definitely her and Jay-Z's <laughs> seed. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely. no two ways. How she was brought into life, well, whatever. That's their picnic. That's their picnic. 
Trust yeah, me. Chris Brown. I mean, I just don't even. I mean, Karuchi just needs to go and look work. Just go and look career. Stop it. Stop. Hang out at the JC. <laughs> hook yourself up with some, you know, training yeah. or something. Get yourself a job. But do you know what the baby's called? No. Royalty. God, why? Royalty, you know. Stupid, stupid names. They're clearly taking their lead from Little Kim, because you know she named her baby Royal Rain. <laughs> oh, oh. Just goes Actually, quite... I like Rain. But the rain yeah, Rain's <laughs> quite pretty, but rain, Royal yeah, Rain. Rain's Oh, come on. Allow it, man. Allow yeah. it, man. Allow it. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Apparently, Rihanna sent a tweet saying all the best um, in this very in this new and very important chapter in your life right. or something like that, or she was quoted to and, have said. And Karuchi tweeted something about, oh, uh, what is it? She wishes in the best, but no more, no but baby mama drama for her. Oh, I'm shush, like, you'll, be, you'll be back, love. You'll be yeah, back. you were there all I along, love. Like yeah. She knew back. the coup. She knew what was going yeah. on. She knew what was going on. She knew what was going on, so... She probably yeah, all up in the room at the same time when the baby was conceived. Can you imagine? <laughs> the baby was probably conceived during a threesome. That's what I'm saying. She was all up in the room at the same time. Wow. <laughs> Caruche, boy. Man, he's talented, but he's scummy, man. Anyway. <laughs> you don't, what, you don't like Chris? Guy, but sometimes I look at him, I just he just looks so dirty. Yeah, he looked like, sometimes he looked like he could do with a good old scrub. Yeah, he's like, he's but it's yeah, he's got that kind of grungy Camden look going on. Yeah, like, oh god, sort yourself. You know, out. the tattoos <laughs> and the piercings and stuff. I mean, yeah. I quite like that. I don't, I don't have a problem with with that. But I know what you're saying in the sense that he can look a little bit manky. But monkey, that's frowsy, that's yeah, like frowsy. <laughs> like maybe your armpit smell of sweat or something. Yeah. <laughs> Be like Kanye while he's on the job. That is awful. <laughs> I'm not even going to be able to look at Kanye again. No, I mean, can you like smell that, when right? you're having sex? Uh, no, Why would she? It's too sweaty, and he smells. What are they saying that his willy smelled or like? No, just he smells like during sex. He Kanye sweats and he just smells. Apparently Kim said that. I don't believe it. You know what? I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can imagine her saying to her girls or her sister, "Oh my god!" And so we had sex last night, and he really smelled. <laughs> <laughs> he was sweating, and it was like getting in my eyes. I could just see it. Uh... They're just out of line, out <laughs> of <laughs> order, <laughs> bang out. But Idris Elba, he's back. He's back to filming a new two-part special uh, of the BBC hit detective series Luther. He's been absent for two years, Jan. Uh, uh, so, do we know the love interest? Is she a black actress this time? Oh yeah, what? yeah. No, apparently <laughs> she is. Okay. Remember the In Between Us? Um, oh, the, yeah, yeah. that girl that was I think she was um, she got basically have, yeah the pretty one that got havoc by the Turkish guy on the beach remember yeah, 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 yeah. 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 her she's okay, then. So, Sign- no, no black actresses sorry love it's all about <laughs> diversity darling oh, no, yeah, okay. alright it's got to be diverse come on diversity if the love interest is Angela Griffin you remember her oh lord yes 
Like, that lady did a black woman or a woman of colour. It was always her. She was a go-to woman. Yeah. Angela just, Griffin. Just call her Angela all rolls Griffin. <laughs> 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 yeah. But no, Idris is back and I'm very happy. I like Idris. Yeah, Idris is like fine wine. Idris just gets better and better with age. I would, I would marry Idris. Would you? <laughs> would you have his babies, Jan? I would. Mm-mm. Idris. And plus, he's, he's, he's working, he's earning good living. Mm-mm. What are you trying to say? What? You only attract broke brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're trying to imply here, Jan? <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know, he's earning a good living. No, it's true. We've been living in Hollywood as well. You've been living <laughs> life, Brutus. You've been living life. Mm-hmm. Janice Elba. Janice Elba. It's got a bit of a ring to it, you know. Janice Elizabeth Elba. Mm-mm. Watch out. Watch out. Do you take... Yeah. Me, my dear, Janice Elizabeth Elba. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> well, that's what's going to be on your, on your, on your, um, on your head tonight when you go to sleep. <laughs> well, it's either that or Kanye stinking, whichever one that you pick. <laughs> Just leave Kanye alone, yeah. Smelly, smelly cock. <laughs> Anyway, so Idris, he's back. He's going to be back on our screens. Um, two hour long episodes. And yeah, basically it's going to be the fourth instalment of Luther. And uh, yeah, it's interesting fact for you actually about Idris, your husband-to-be, Jan. Um, he started off down the music route as a DJ. He went under the name as Big Driss. Yeah, he still does it. <laughs> he still does. But did you know he, he featured on the intro to Jay-Z's album American Gangster, which he co-produced? Yeah. I bet you knew yeah, that. Yeah. You knew all about Idris, didn't you, darling? I remember he was on it. But my, do you know that Idris also raps and sings? Yeah. I've always said yeah, and I don't care because I say what I feel like saying. Minute. He should just stick to acting. Oh wow. Leave the music alone, Idris. Oh wow. So you're not supporting your hubby all the way then? I it's don't like support, I don't support. I don't support the music career. No. <laughs> so you don't believe in being able to do, <laughs> to be able to multitask then? No. No. One no. or the other. Leave the music alone. Just stick to acting. Mm mm. Interest. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of other stuff going on now across Soapland with regards to black talent, isn't there? Yeah. Um. Over the last couple of months. Ma- um. Well, over the last month, there's, there have been announcements at the BBC. Most of you will know by now that Richard Blackwood, comedian Richard Blackwood, um, has just joined EastEnders. He joined during the um, 30th anniversary week, was about mm-hmm. a week and a half ago, it's ago now. Um, so Richard appeared on screen giving us, uh, what is it, broody, sexy and dangerous. It's, it's weird seeing him, actually, because I just know him as a comedian, not an actor, but well done to him anyway. And then you've got Charles Ben. You remember Charles used to be in um, the Dream Team? You remember the football drama on Sky One? Oh, yeah. I don't remember him being in it, though. Maybe later on, just before it ended. And then um, he also appeared in Footballers' Wives, and then he was in EastEnders. And now he's going to be... He's got a role in Casualty. He'll be playing a sexy nurse. Okay. And then you've got Ella Thomas, who's, like, TV veteran, been on just been in top dramas for years and she used to be in she used to play Lenny Henry's mother on the Lenny Henry oh yes yeah 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 and she must have been about in her 20s then but they made her up to look older Mm -hmm. but yeah she was in that 
the woman is a veteran. She's been in so many things, but she's gonna be. She's got. A, she's gonna be in EastEnders. Well, um, later on this month, she's gonna play a, a matriarch, head of a family. They haven't said which family, but I'm guessing it's probably Kim and Denise Fox's mm. mother. Yeah, um, that sounds so, yeah, And it'll be her second time in the show. She was in it two years ago, but she played a completely different character. She played Mercy's grandmother. You remember? Oh yes, Mercy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember Mercy. Yeah. So yeah. So she'll be back. I think later on this month. So well done to them. Mm-hmm. And then you've got BBC Radio News. Big things going on in BBC Radio. Yes, indeedy. Um, first off, congratulations to Clara Ambo, who will be taking over um, the BBC Radio One Live Lounge in May, replacing Sloan Cotton. That's a big look. That's, that's just huge. You know, you know, people use that term, oh, power moves. They mm. just use it. This really is a power move. So well done to Clara. Absolutely. Well done, you. Um, Clara started on Kiss, then she moved on to One Extra. She just worked her way all the way up. It's a short period of time. It does, so doesn't really it? Well. She's just done so but well. She has got an amazing radio voice, though. Yeah. Yeah, she's just brilliant. Yeah. And she does voice as well. She's brilliant. Yeah, she is. And then also, DJ Ace. Yes. Ace. Ace um, We'll take over from Cara um, on the breakfast, one extra breakfast show mm-hmm. on the weekend. Weekend, yeah. I mean, Ace has been on one extra for a while, but it's like, I don't know, like he's, this is a permanent fixture now for him. But yeah. I, mean, I don't know, he used to do other shows and stuff. But um, yeah, it kind of solidifies stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Which is good. I, I think he was also, I think last week he was covering for, you know, the face of one extra Charlie Schloss. <laughs> oh, stop it. You and Charlie. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's covering his show, but I'm just glad. I was really happy to hear this news about Ace. But what happened to his Viz? Remember Ace and Viz? What yeah, Viz? I, you know what? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. So, but you know, Ace is there. So well done to Clara and, and Ace. Ace. Yeah, nice one. Big, big, big ups to honor both. Definitely. Power yeah, man. Pow. Pow, 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 pow. Do, 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 do. Leave it. We should have sound effects. I'm telling you. Because that would have been a whole hell, a hell of a load of sound effects after that little yeah. bit there. Definitely. Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Bow, bow, bow. There you go. <laughs> yes. Anyway, <laughs> moving swiftly on. Danny Dyer, speaking about soaps, Danny Dyer, obviously, he is like head of the Queen Vic in EastEnders. And he's entered into, well, without volunteering, I must say, he's kind of been pulled into uh, Twitter beef with none other than Katie, irritate the hell out of everybody, Hopkins. <laughs> she, listen, Katie is just out there. She... So, all right, so Valentine's was just, what, a couple of weeks back, and Danny has been with his long-term girlfriend for, like, ever and a day, uh, since they were kids, and she decided, Joanne, her name's Joanne Mass, she decided she's going to propose to him on Valentine's Day, which she did, he said yes. Now, Katie decided that she's going to take to Twitter and comment. Now, fine, you want to make a comment about a woman proposing to a man, that's fine, but did you really need to diss Danny? This is the tweet that she sent. She said, no woman should ever propose to a man, certainly not one with a naff 
with with a naff bum fluff beard and dodgy squint. Chad is the top of laughing, you know. <laughs> Why are you laughing at the dodgy squint bit? Oh, no, Katie's just rude. But anyway, no, but hold on. I was thinking when, when it was announced, because it was all over the news. It was a bit much, wasn't it? Daddy's, Daddy's long-term girlfriend has proposed to you. I was going to work one morning. I think the same morning it was announced, because I'm sure they, they um, mentioned it on um, Good Morning Britain. Yeah. So I was going to work buying my, my, buying my bacon crisps, yeah? As <laughs> you do. <laughs> I see on the shelf, hello, big time hello, with them on the front cover. Mm. But yeah their relationship and marriage and I was like since when did Hello start featuring I don't know lower class people oh anyway. stop it lower class <laughs> they're soap stars Jan come on no, but do you remember Hello years ago used to only have like upper class yeah did you ever just flick through that magazine it's like anyway it was very exclusive <laughs> wasn't it yeah it was very exclusive but now I just remember thinking but Daddy you've been with this woman for like over 20 years why didn't you propose I just, not that there's anything wrong with her proposing, but I just find it... I think he was happy to just... Plod along. Um, yeah. He was more than happy to just plod along. Yeah. Common law, uh-huh. not a problem. Yeah. a problem. And he's also, he's also promised that um, he won't... He will never cheat again. Wow. That's a big Good promise for Danny, because Danny's renowned yeah. for his extra extracurricular yeah. activities. Deary me. I'll tell you, what do you I think of Danny Dyer? I hang around with um, Kate Moss and a pretty What do I think of him? Yeah. I think Danny Dyer, yeah, I just think, I think he over-exaggerates his accent. I know he's from East London, but he over-exaggerates his accent. Yeah, he's a bit much, isn't it? Sorry, Tremaine. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, uh, I don't... Do you know what I mean, John? Yeah, like, like, yeah, no, sweet, 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 it's not, sweet, it's not, sweet, it's not, yeah, so... Yeah. Maybe if Danny was like, say Danny was like in, in his 70s or even late 60s, I could believe it. Because if it, uh, that age group, growing up in the East End around... That's how that's you spoke, you. isn't it? Yeah, that's how you But I just think, you're my age group. Don't yeah. try it, innit? Yeah, I just, I don't believe, you know, you're just over-exaggerating. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? No, but Jane, like, the thing is, right, yeah, see, thing is, uh, like, because it's just, like, sweat, innit, like, because, like, one good day, I go, like, call your old dog bone, like, Jermaine, and, like, since they go down and check, you get to, like, check the fish down, I mean, so I'm going to go out and then, yeah, same, what is that? Hey, that, is, that is a really good impression of Daddy Dyer. It's like he's chewing his words. Well, the other week, he was on the Jonathan Ross show and um, actress Dame Diana Reeve, right, a really, you know, well-spoken actress, mm-hmm. you know, true thespian, like up there with Dame Judy Dench and that other one, Maggie, whatever her name is. But, Maggie Gillenhall. No, no, not Maggie Gillenhall. <laughs> Dame Maggie. Who, what is it? She's in um, Downton Abbey. Oh, Downton right. Yeah, up there with them. And Get you. He was telling a story about how he um, auditioned to, to start in um, Game of Thrones, right? Obviously didn't get the job. But she goes to it. She turned to him and said, well, maybe you need to get, lose the Cockney accent. That's what she said. <laughs> just hardcore like that. Yeah, lose it. <laughs> Like, oh, it's like, Daddy, I just think you're, you over Yeah, it is, it is definitely over-exaggerated, but that's his character now, isn't it? I think he kind of plays up to that all the time. <laughs> doing it for years now. Yeah. He's doing it for, like, 20 years. Like, oh, come on. Ain't his name Malcolm, though? Wasn't his there a thing? Malcolm? There was a thing that went round, didn't it, saying that his name's not even Daddy, his name's Malcolm. But then he kind of came out and said, well, no, actually, my, first name. my name is Daddy. I think it was just okay. some sort of 
rumour, but could you imagine? Goodness. Mel. I, I just, yeah, but, uh, I, and someone actually said that, you know, another re- that he exaggerates, because he actually went to say, stage school. So he does know how to... To speak properly, yeah. He does know how to, yeah. So I just think, yeah, you're probably from, yeah, you're from Canning Town, East London, but... They don't all speak like that. They don't all speak like that. Seven orange chips, mate. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, I'll tell you what I'll have instead. I'll pint it a bit of eel and all while I'm at it. you got winkles in there. Yeah, all right, nice. I'll have a portion of those and all while you're there. What beers you got on the grill? <laughs> Butters, isn't it? That is, that is like, how, that's how, that's Danny Dyer right there. No. Oh, I know. Like Jay-Z said, we don't believe you. You need more people. Do you know what I mean? We don't. But I think we should do a show like that one week. I couldn't keep that up. Oh, it's all right for the old show. <laughs> See? See? Do you know what I mean? Get your words around there, darling. Say let your mouth fly out and let it fall out. It's got to let it fall out your mouth. It's like you have no control over the words. Just let the words fall out of your mouth, literally. That's what he does. He just fall out of yeah. your mouth. Daddy, come on, rain it. Just come on, tone it down. Tone it down. Right down. In fact, turn it off. Turn it off, turn it in. <laughs> in it, see, there you go. Look at you, you got me. Turn it in, love. <laughs> Speaking of turning it in, um, there's a new vibrator on the market. And, uh, see, you've gone quiet now. The uh, <laughs> the new vibrator has an inbuilt, an inbuilt camera and can even sync with FaceTime. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in this world. So... If you're one of those ladies that are curious about what the inside of your body looks like when you have an orgasm, this, my dear, is the gadget for you. This is called the Savicom Gaga, and it's the world's first camera vibrator. It's fitted with an inbuilt HD camera and LED lights, and uh, retails for approximately 120 quid, 119.99, from Love Honey, and has been dubbed the X-rated selfie stick. Cheryl, where do you find? I'm not even answering you. Would you buy one? <laughs> no. But no. This is I don't. This is so weird. Like, who wants to see their inside? Like, well, apparently, recordings can be uploaded straight onto your PC, smartphone, and it even syncs with your FaceTime. <laughs> can you imagine? These people will probably like people who are into this will watch it with their partners. That will turn them on, but I don't really. No, I can't see how watching my insides pulsate yeah. is going to turn you on. Surely, wouldn't you rather see a bit of flange or some boobs rather than flesh and muscles? There's some weird people out there. It's 120 pounds. Mm, 120 pounds. I'd rather go buy a pair of flipping Air Max. Can you imagine? <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> That was a joke. No, but, no. Oh, God. Computer says no. Cheryl, <laughs> where'd you get Look, we're going to move on. So you wouldn't buy one. All right, I'm going to buy you one for Christmas. <laughs> no, you don't. You can do a Fifty Shades of Grey. You can do a, a 12th row. A 12th row. You can have a 12th row moment. And then you can watch it back on your, on your uh, phone afterwards. Wow, but someone will buy it. You can even WhatsApp it to Kanye afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god! Or he can he can WhatsApp you some of this stink. I'm sure it's probably visible. 
Leave him alone. I know. That's a rumor. Someone's just being feisty. Just... I know. I like Kanye. Do you, do you, do you think he looks clean? Yes, he does look I clean. I think he looks I clean. I've seen him in the flesh and he looks clean. I think he does. That's what I'm saying. It's like he's not even like, you know when you look at some people and they look like they stink? No, he looks clean. He's a beautiful man. Yeah, he I'm agreeing clean. with you, Jan, but I'm saying, do you know, like, there are some people that look like they smell? Yeah, like Chris Brown. You're out of order. <laughs> no, I don't think Chris Brown looks like he's... I'm trying to think, who looks like they smell? Someone like Robbie Williams. No, I never thought he looked like he smelled. A little bit, like, a little bit sticky. Maybe after he performed. Yeah. Like, maybe if you touched him, he'd sort of... Your fingers would stick. Oh, come on. <laughs> Love you, Robbie. Not too really don't. Yeah, anyway, leave it. <laughs> I'm moving on. Actually, no, you're moving on. Danny Bear. Yeah, Danny Bear. Do you remember Danny Bear? I do indeed. Bear. Okay, for those of you who probably weren't even born when she was on TV... Danny Bear got her big break on TV when she uh, co-hosted um, entertainment show The Word. You remember The Word, Cheryl? I do. It's like, it's what it, the Word used to come on Channel 4 um, at 10pm on Friday nights, and I used to watch it religiously, mm-hmm. but through my fingers. Because I don't think they've ever made a show like that ever again. Like, The Word was just like... It was mental. It was Mental. It's just like just mental and inappropriate half the time. It was just mental. But you remember, and also the word is responsible for more or less deading Shabba Ranks' mm. international career. Shabba. You remember that? <laughs> <laughs> you remember that interview? Sorry. Yeah, when they were talking about, um, in their words, Batman. Yeah, their words. Yeah. yeah. And Mark Lamar, who remembers Mark Lamar, Mark Lamar posed the question, like, asked him what he thought about homosexuality. And it's like, Mark, I'm sure you know what the response is going to be. You're sitting there talking to a Jamaican man, a Jamaican artist. And I, I thought to myself, Shabba, just, just don't bother arteries. He should have said. I thought, you need a publicist now. But it was just a response, like, what was it? God made Adam and Eve. Not Adam and Steve. That's <laughs> all. It's a rap. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Can you remember that song with Johnny Gill? Yes, I do. Oh, I love that song. Take oh. it slow. Instant lover. Aphrodisiac. Have fun. Yeah. And then Shabu's yeah, in the no, back. Huh? The big sleazy. Proper. Shabba was there in his um, click suit, remember? And he was like, what was, it, what was his line? Slow, I'm above waiting. And I just thought, you and them nostrils just oh, need to bad. move. No, he's better looking now, though. He's grown into his look. What, he's grown into his nose? Well, yeah, it's like I saw him recently in an interview on YouTube. Yeah, he looks a lot better now. He's more attractive now. And him have a proper, proper buckle yard boy, you know, like when you have them job, you can't be by the tag like that. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. Anyway, anyway, back to Danny Bear. You know what, Cheryl? That's a good impression. Is that how he speaks? Yeah, that is a good impression. Shabba! Anyway, go on. Danny Bear. 
Yeah, so Sally Bear was like it girl of the nineties. Like she was, she was on everything. She was tall, blonde, attractive. She had a really husky voice. Um, she was on. She went out with footballers Ryan Giggs and later on Les Ferdinand. She was always in the newspapers. I don't even know. And then, and then she kind of disappeared. She just disappeared. But anyway, in a recent interview with I think the Mirror. They found her. She's now living in Hollywood, and she's an estate agent. Um, she follow her papa. Dad's an estate agent. I didn't know that. Uh, dad's an estate agent. He um he caters for like West Hampstead. Oh, sorry, Hampstead and the state, Swiss Cottage and the St John's okay. area. You know the area with all the posh people. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, and he's he actually said that he's glad that she's finally finally got a real job. Well, I had a look at her website actually, and she's still listed as a. TV actress and voiceover artist, so she obviously hasn't got around to uh, updating her website yet. She said that um, she's glad to leave the fame game behind. I'm thinking, no, the fame game left you behind. (laughs) She just disappeared, but yeah, she's got two children, and yeah, she's an estate agent. Did she break up with her husband last year as well? This must be... I think this is a midlife crisis, because let's look at the facts here. So she broke up with her her boyfriend, her husband last year, and now she's at a change in direction. But yet she was on I'm a Celebrity in 2008, obviously trying to reignite her career. Yeah. So... She... Because Danny Bear's 44 now. Oh, is she 44? Bloody yeah, hell, she, Spill. Yeah, she's 44 now. I mean, it's like, it seems like just yesterday she was on the word, a 20-year-old. But anyway... Was yeah, she 20 um, then? She, she must have been in her 20s, yeah. yeah. Famous that she was, like, 21 when she first... No, that's rubbish. Well, no, because the word started in 1990. I don't know when she oh, joined. Oh, was it? Maybe oh. Year later. Yeah, it started in 1990, yeah. So, yeah, she was in her early 20s. So, yeah, she's 44 now, and it's like, oh. But she said that she's glad she left fame behind, but I, I don't think that, I, you know. Yeah, it kind of left you, sweet pea. kind of left you. But she, she studied, I think, in America. She got her real estate license, and now she's an estate agent. Or, well, they don't mm. call it estate agent, but I do. So, for now, yeah. for now. Yeah, so that's what she's doing now. Go so. on, Danny. Poor Danny. I said, go on, Danny. Oh, Danny. Go on. But, you know, I think, just to finish up, the, the story that kind of... Um, a little bit deep, actually, and it's it's it's, it's kind of around homegrown talent. Actually, chart. Let me get to the point. Beverly Knight, she's been uh, the victim of um, racial abuse on Twitter. Yes, well, soul singer Beverly Knight was inundated with racial abuse on Twitter after she commented on a dis- on disgraced former UKIP councillor Roseanne Duncan, who featured in a uh, BBC documentary Meet the UKIPers. Please. During. Uh, during the documentary, Miss Duncan was filmed saying, <laughs> I really do have a problem with people with Negroid <laughs> Wow! Negroid, you know. So, Beverly, who was watching, uh, went on to tweet, Oh, Roseanne, you really are deluded, aren't you? As well as thoroughly bigoted, of course. Awful. I think then the following day, <laughs> Beverly logged on to Twitter again. She saw all these responses, and one that stood out was said by a woman with a Twitter profile, uh, White Pride, who tweeted, <laughs> "Et you nigger, go back to Africa if you don't like it." <laughs> okay. The tweet was sent using an account that had had been set up 
Um, 24 hours now, early. Jan, my problem with these racist people, if you're so proud of what you stand for and what you truly believe, why do you have to hide behind an account that was set up 24 hours prior, which means that you're some flipping... I can't even articulate. You're, you're obviously... You're obviously not that confident in what you're about, love, because you'd make the world know. This woman, Roseanne Wasserface Duncan, was on TV talking her crap. But she's talking her crap. You're seeing who she is. There's no kind of airs and grace about it. But oh, you, you know where you stand. You know where you stand. But yeah. you coming at me on Twitter behind a profile that has no... I can't even see a face... Please, just, 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 just drop me out. I'm sorry. Do you know who, do you know who it probably was? <laughs> UKIP leader Nigel Farage. Probably. Probably. <laughs> but poor Beverly. But anyway, Beverly got loads of support afterwards. Good. You know, famous people like, oh, you know. But, um, yeah, I'm sure Beverly was shocked and horrified to be racially abused, you know, what with her being famous and all. So, yeah. you know, it's a bit, you know, a bit of a, what, what's the word What I like to say? A wake-up call, really. Yes, it was. Oh, poor Bev. Poor Bev. What's Bev up to, anyway? Isn't she in, um... She's in a... Uh, she's on Broadway. Uh, not Broadway. She's on, um... In theatre, isn't she, at the minute? Yeah, but I can't remember the name of the... It's not the bodyguard anymore. It's, it's down on Shaftesbury Avenue, I think. I can't remember what yeah, it is yeah. as well, yeah. But she's doing that, and, um... Yeah, so Beverly's working. Which Beverly's is trudging along. Good for her. Yeah, these these racists are just cowards. I just think, you know what? Everyone's entitled to an opinion in this life. That's fine. But if you're going to make, or if you're going to sort of, you know, stand by what you believe and don't be a coward about it. Yeah, just, oh, it's probably some little 10-year-old. You know, it's... Chop it. <laughs> just some idiot. Yeah. But I think the police are involved now, so we'll, we'll see who it... If they pursue it, we'll see who her identity. Well, it might have been Henchbelly. From the one, from the, uh, oh, Chelsea. On the train. <laughs> on the tra- yeah, exactly. Oh, dear. But, yeah, but I, do you get race, do you get racially abused on Twitter? I do. I don't, seriously? Yeah, but look who it is. It's me, in it? No, hold <laughs> on. You get racially abused by, what do you mean? I've had, I've had that in the past, like, oh, if I've, like, if someone said something stupid, like racist, then I'll go at them. So oh, yeah, I suppose. It would come back, yeah. Yeah. Black and and then, they, and then I, I go at them and then they uh, delete their tweets. Yeah, they back up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because they're a bit shocked. Because if you're a woman, they think that they, you're going to run and hide. Yeah. Which abusive. Yeah. <laughs> they're a bit shocked. Jan's just hood. Jan just draws for the yeah. ghetto lyrics. Not really, I'm joking. No, you're far from hood. You're far from hood. I'm just playing. But no, good for you. You've got to stand your ground. If someone comes at you, you've got to go. Yeah, you know I mean, you can't be having that. But sometimes I'm really foul-mouthed, Cheryl. Oh, well, I know this. <laughs> I know this. Dot him out, Jan. <laughs> Gonna wash your mouth out with salt. <laughs> oh, dear. Cha. But you know what? That pretty much brings us to the end. We've been ranting for over an hour now. And yeah. uh, my mouth is dry. I need more water. Well, I'm going to have some Cerise Jamaican. Jamaican Cerise tea. Why are you tonight? Yes. Yeah. I don't want to wake up. Oh, no, don't say that. You do, but you just want to wake up refreshed. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, that is pretty much it for episode three. Of course, remember to find us on the Twitter, at T&B Podcast. You can also catch us on our personal Twitter handles. Uh, mine is at Cheryl's World. And mine is Mad News Blog. Yeah. 
so uh there you have it guys thanks again and of course don't forget to share like comment tweet fb instagram whatever